everyone. It's Alan Schimmel, and you're listening to another DevOps Chat. Got a nice chat lined up for today. I'm joined by Peter Barker, who's the Chief Product Officer at Fordruck. Peter, welcome to DevOps Chat. Hey, Alan. Good to be here. Thank you. Thank you for joining with us. So, Peter, let, let's jump right into things because we time's you know time's limited. Uh, Fordruck is a company that I think a, a, a lot of people have probably heard of. But I don't know if people are solid, you know, as a rock on, on what exactly they do. So why don't we start with that? You know, give us just a quick kind of who, who's Fordrock? Yeah, so Fordrock is recognized as a the most visionary and market leading identity and access management platform. And we serve the largest logos on the planet, solving a variety of use cases. We provide simple and comprehensive solutions for brands to serve their customers with identity and access uh, to deepen their relationships with those customers and as well to provide uh, access management and identity solutions for employee and partner use cases as well to really allow better productivity and connectivity in the employee base. Excellent. And Peter, I always like to ask my guests to give our audience a sense of, of your own personal journey. How, how did you come to be Chief Product Officer at Fordrock? Yeah, it's a great question. And I, I think back on, you know, this journey I've been on for the last uh, 25 plus years of my career. Um, I originally started out on the customer side of the house in IT doing systems development, application development uh, for Kinko's and FedEx, uh, who, who acquired Kinko's. But later, the last 15 years, I've been in product companies focused on enterprise software and security solutions, and that spanned mobile and mobile security with uh, good technology. I was at Oracle as well, running their identity and security business for a few years, and then uh, most recently now with Fordrock over the last year as their chief product officer. Excellent. So, Peter, you, you spoke a little bit about Fordrock's mission and what's going on, but... Um, you know, one of the things that, I mean, it's almost intimidating when we think about it is, is just the sheer scale. You know, we look at Fordrock and, I mean, you guys are doing everything from, you know, managing and, and working on identities of consumers coming to large consumer brand websites and applications through to IoT devices. I mean, not to get all Carl Sagan on us, but it's billions and billions, right? I mean, uh, and that, I mean, it, it almost seems like an impossible job. How do you, how do you chunk that up? How do you, how do you go agile on it? You know, how do we manage yeah, that? Yeah, no, it's, yeah, first of all, you're, you're absolutely correct. Uh, the world of identity, digital identity is just exploding. It, it used to be, you know, in the early days of this industry, it was around modeling the identities of your you know, your employees and providing access and having governance around that access. But as the world has shifted to consumer and business transformation around digital and having to know your customer across your digital channels, then, you know, scale started to explode in that direction because you have millions of consumers versus just thousands of employees. And now in the world of things where you have this, this entirely new uh, economy that's emerging where things are doing are interacting with the world on your behalf or with you whether it's smart devices smart cars smart payments smart everything in the gig economy it 
it, it means that identity systems have to model the identities of all of those objects that are interacting in this new world we find ourselves in. And that is causing a massive need for scale. And that's, you know, at Fordrock, it's been a really rich heritage and history for us to provide massive scale in our products. And, and we are today already solving some of the most demanding use cases globally around scale and serving customers in this new digital economy. A hundred percent. So let, let's try to, um, Peter, you probably, I mean, in your, you know, as part of your responsibilities at Fordrug, you probably have some metrics to put around this. What, what you know, can you volunteer a little bit without, you know, divulging any yeah. secret? Yeah, for sure. I mean, right now, some of our largest customers are already uh, scaled into the hundreds of millions of consumers and associated devices with those with those people. Uh, we have use cases defined right now with with a lot of these customers that are pushing north of the billion user mark. We, we're proving we're proving that out in in our labs. But as we know, to to meet the demands of of scale, it really is, requires a new approach to the software deployment and how software supports the scale needs and becoming much more elastic and on demand as well as horizontally scalable because it's the only the only way that really truly will continue to serve this need as it as it continues to grow. Sure. You know, Peter, I had, I had an interesting conversation this morning with this CEO founder of a, an Israeli-based startup around AI. And what he was saying is the kinds of scale issues that you have, you're tackling at Fordrock, it almost it's almost too big for the human mind to wrap around, right? I mean, let alone at the speed. I mean, humans just can't operate at that speed to 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 conquer that scale. We we just it almost as if you need to uh, invent or implement some sort of AI, machine learning, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, intelligence that allows you to operate at that scale. And, you know, is that something Fordrock is kind of building in, do you think? Or, or you know, or is it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And we, we have a framework in our product called intelligent authentication. And it's it's designed exactly to do what you're describing, which is enabling our customers to continue to not only meet the current needs of scale, but they, the customers, they, they want to make the authentication and authorization function of their architecture be much more adaptive, much smarter, much more dynamic to a conditional and contextual world that may exist. And, for example, you know our customers think about security and fraud very pretty interchangeably. And if you just think about the scale problem around fraudulent activity, so if you look at these large brands with hundreds of millions of consumers who they're trying to provide services to, of course, there's always some element of fraud that, that goes along with being in that type of business. And so they have to put in some very complicated uh, algorithms and logic and what have you to to continuously be evaluating whether a transaction that's attempting to happen is actually fraudulent or on the other hand uh, you know maybe something going on from a malicious uh, actor perspective who's doing something around uh, security or attempting to breach 
And so this is this is causing the sophistication of the the techniques being used to go, to go after these problems to really continue to elevate AI and ML is a big part of that. Uh, being able to integrate multiple services who are all providing these functions into essentially a fabric that is evaluating the risk that's occurring and being able to do that at massive scale is uh, how our customers are looking at this and they're, they're demanding requirements around that. And, and our intelligent authentication framework in our product really enables that to happen. We, we, we have the scale in the core engine. We have the framework to allow our customers to create these very sophisticated approaches to dealing with these problems uh, that they're dealing with out there in the, in the wild west of, of, the, of their businesses. Sure. Excellent. So, Peter, you know, it's December. We're, we're starting to look towards next year, you know, and everybody and their mother-in-law has a prediction and an opinion about, uh, you know, what this next year is going to hold for us. What do you, if, if you had to make your best guess and place a bet, what do you think the big story is for Ford Rock and, and the whole identity uh, community for in the next year or short term, let's say 18 months? Yeah, so I'll just cover a few things that I think inform my answer. First of all, there's some very interesting challenges that our customers are facing uh, that apply broadly within the market. First is really a skills gap. So a few years ago, I started tracking a stat around cybersecurity job openings and how many of those are going unfilled and how many will be are projected to, to stay unfilled in the future. And the most recent uh, the most recent estimate is that by 2021, three and a half million cybersecurity jobs are going to be unfilled. And if you think about that, that's just a massive challenge for enterprises who are going to have to continue to deal with and advance their security programs and their security capabilities when there is a labor shortage in essence in essence in the market and what that's requiring is vendors to provide solutions that increasingly automate uh, their security program and to provide the security solutions in a much more automated way so that's one big area the other is obviously cloud you know, the most recent prediction by Gartner is that by 75% of organizations by 2020 will be running in multi-cloud or hybrid cloud environments. So that that uh, just keeps on marching on and forward as we as we go on in time. And then finally, our customers continue to wrestle with security and ease, where that balance between consumer convenience and security is always it's very delicate, and and it's something that our customers are always trying to find the right balance for. And so they're increasingly looking for solutions that both increase uh, security, but also increase the convenience for consumers. And so what all of that is really driving from a prediction standpoint over the next you know, 12, 18 months is our customers, they have many of the features that they really need right now and today. What they're looking for increasingly is solutions to solve those problems. And so we at we at Fordrock continue to innovate and deliver new powerful capability like intelligent authentication, as I talked about earlier. But the big new element of the equation that customers have been looking for is how can they transform their software delivery model to much more DevOps? How do they transform their identity program to be much more multi-cloud uh, and multi-cloud approach where they can be protecting workloads no matter where they are. 
And how can they do that in an environment where they have less people, less skilled people available to do the job and to do it in a much more automated way? So we, we just Friday on November 30th, we released a big new release of our software, release 6.5, which really addresses these three key things that we're seeing with our customers. With that release, we're now able to allow customers to dramatically increase their productivity and their competitive advantage and reducing their costs by deploying our software in these new uh, methodologies. A recent, uh, we've, we've begun surveying our customers, and right now the consensus is that customers can save as, uh, as much as 25% on their implementation costs of software just by adopting our next release, which is a, a dramatic improvement over what they've been seeing before. And this release allows them, by providing some very simple cloud installation pro- uh, packages, to rapidly deploy production-ready software into a multi-cloud environment in minutes, uh, supporting hundreds of millions of identities. And so we're, we're just really excited and customers have been uh, very uh, receiving this release very well because it's solving so many of these challenges that I talked about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Peter, like, I know uh, Fordrock recently came out with some new announcements around product and so forth. Why don't you share with, you know, share with us a little bit? Yeah, so I think just continuing on with, with what I mentioned just a moment ago on release 6.5, what we've, what we've done to really support that the new deployment model that we're providing to our customers is we're giving our customers turnkey, complete DevOps, capable software to run in multi-cloud environment. And we're providing not just images for our customers, uh, but we're providing all of the artifacts necessary to really do this successfully. That includes, we've standardized on Kubernetes for orchestration. We provide our customers the Helms charts. We provide our customers, not only that, we, we provide the reference architecture. We provide the reference configuration for them. Uh, we also do performance benchmarking and not only do the performance benchmarking, but give our customers the performance uh, testing tools so that they can, and methodology so that they can integrate that into the DevOps pipeline as well. And finally, we give our customers all of the cost profiles um, of the, of these various cloud providers, AWS, Azure, Google Cloud, and Red Hat OpenShift are the environments that we're supporting with this release but we're dramatically accelerating what it takes for a customer to deploy these platforms to support these the mega scale requirements that we talked about um, earlier on this call. Um, and the other thing we announced is that we have now surpassed 50 strategic partners in our trust network partner ecosystem. And what this does is allows customers to rapidly integrate some very innovative solutions around strong authentication or biometrics or identity proofing or risk analysis or fraud detection into their programs very rapidly because we've already pre-integrated, pre-certified, and pre-tested that they're going to work for our customers. So a very exciting release for us uh, here at Fordrock and, and, again, just having some tremendous response from customers on it. Very cool. Excellent, excellent. So, Peter, I, I, I think when we started, I mentioned to you, you know, once we start talking shop, the time goes, and uh, we're, we're about out of time already. But uh, I'm going to let you have the last word, though. What, you know, what, so I think we've educated some people, we've, we've opened some eyes, we've, we've talked about sort of what the issues, challenges are, and I'm sure your people listening have said, I'm, you know, saying I'm dealing with this challenge. I, 
I need this solution. What, what's the, you know, what's the takeaway here? What's the one thing people, if they're going to learn one thing, what do they need to remember out of this? Yeah, I, th- I, I think the, the one thing I would really encourage the listeners to think about when it comes to identity is for employee identity, that's a space that's been very well supported and served for a long time now. But what what we've seen as as enterprises and brands are transforming their businesses to digital, they've they've taken identity. Some some have been for uh, have had good forethought around identity and really have put the necessary identity platform in place to support their transformation. But many have just sort of run ahead on their digitization efforts, and they they're starting to discover that the uh, the, the way in which they're supporting their customers and their customer journeys in their digital channels is just not seamless. And it's because they didn't think about the identity challenges that they'd be facing. And so with, you know, the takeaway I'd really encourage is all, I think almost all brands on the planet at this point are in some stage of journey around digitization, digital transformation, business transformation to the new economy and really take a look strongly at the need to bring in an identity platform to really support that. Because if if you don't, you'll find quickly that you'll be underserving your customer experiences and your customer journeys. And in this new world, customers really vote with their feet in the digital world in terms of you know brands that they're doing business with. And so we highly encourage folks to take a look at this. Excellent. Peter Barker, Chief Product Officer for Druck. Thanks for being our guest on this episode of DevOps Chat. Continued success with Ford Rock, and we'll have to have you back on soon to check in on the progress. But in the meantime, keep us safe out there. I look forward to it, Alan, and thanks for having me today. All righty. This is Alan Schimmel for DevOps.com. You've just listened to another DevOps Chat. Have a great day, everyone.